I feel like in the early 90s, they were still trying to figure out There's how to a, use it. I'm going to reference a Gus Johnson video on here, but he talks about PG now and PG in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And PG's like, hey, boys and girls, we're going to go on an adventure. And then it cuts to PG in the 1970s and he comes out with a gun and cocaine under his nose. He goes, you guys want to see a fucking butthole? <laughs> as long as you don't show someone dying or yeah. the actual sex is like, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Nerd On. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve, and where all levels of nerd are welcome. After 30 years, just kidding, we visit the film that revisits the story of never growing up. Maybe after today's episode, we can get in touch with the magic that made us want to fly. Today's episode is the fantasy swashbuckler adventure film, Hook. 30 year anniversary. Today, 30 years ago. (laughs) Bang! A rang. (laughs) Root! Theo. Theo. Uh, But before we do that, I'm Josh. I'm Corey. Uh, What? I'm Tom. (laughs) (laughs) And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. Anyway, as a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks. Like, like get, what? <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> like bonus episodes that nobody uh, else hears. Okay. Early access to episodes like this. You get early access to merch. You get discounts on merch. You get access to secret channels on our super public Discord server where Corey will post maybe, you know, last minute polls. What? <laughs> or some tasteful. You shut your whore mouth, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, in order to appease you guys, because he did that, some tasteful nudes. Yeah, tasteful we'll nudes. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Jury's still out. So check out that Nerd On Nation, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon, and check out that Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. And, or downcord. And, or downcord? Or Dissertat. Anticord? Dissertation. Uh, and a shout out to Apogee Odyssey and Embody Audio. Embody Audio, 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 Audio. Hell yeah. Yeah. Check well, them out. But what else, Tom? Uh, yeah. Oh, you're not going to let me do those segues anymore. I miss it. Someday. No, you just were too late. I wasn't. I was doing embody adi adi audio. Well, this is, God, we're in the weeds now. How do we get out of those? How do we get out of the weeds? By putting our poll really late. Um, but support for Nerd Eye is brought How else to do we take care of our polls, Tom? <laughs> by using Manscaped. Because support for this show hey. is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Deck the halls with balls of jolly. The gifting season is upon us. And here we are to get the hair off of you. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for the Yuletide holidays with 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NERDON at manscaped.com. 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 Do it. Use use this weed whacker. This is our favorite one because it's the one that we have in the studio, but also it's the one that we use most often. This weed whacker, this electric nose and ear hair trim. I don't get a lot of billowy bushes in my ears. No, some people do though. But everyone has their their papa who who's probably looking more and more like Santa as the years go by. Mm. They might appreciate this. Or you you might um have that uh uh lovable person next to you who, you know, needs to hear you more often this holiday season. Talking so, about me, isn't So it? the weed whacker can yeah. be helpful. Or maybe, you know, you don't have the heart to tell. Your uh, your your friend that the the bat's always hanging out. You're like, hey, Halloween already gone. Get those out of the nose. It's a mustache, Tom. Well, it's leaking up to your brain. So <laughs> you want to just get those little trims. This is a really nice weed whacker again for twenty percent off at Manscaped.com with the code Nerd On. Well done. Boom. Yeah, a little stocking stuffer fills. You're getting that up. better at that, man. I, I I you know after five six months, I think I'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, that's the housekeeping. I, I think we should get on to this happy thought of an episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. That's oh, a good yeah. One. Nerd on's my happy thought. <laughs> I'm out. Um, so, if you uh, are joining us for the first time, we're going to go into our first two segments of the show where um, 
if if we're we're not going so late into it, we we we, we, we actually sit, we got nine votes already. Okay, so we're, we said, we're okay, doing we're fine. Good. Our, our audience, our listeners, you guys, Came in clutch. Are, are the best. You are the best audience in the world. You all should be joining it. Join the Discord. Anyways, um, so we're gonna go around uh and start our first segment, which is guess that grub. Bang a ring a ding a ling a bang a ring a ding a ling a bang a ding 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 a that being said, I was really trying to think of the theme song of this, but all I could think of was the Back to the Future theme. <laughs> Back in time. No, no. That's... <laughs> <laughs> what is the theme is for this? Hook-off movie. Uh, uh, it's probably like, I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, so if you're brand spanking new, we don't usually go this long on the Guess the Grump theme because it always changes every episode. Uh, we're going to go around the table and uh, guess who's going to have the lowest score uh, for this film from a rating of one out of five. No matter how right. high the number is, the lowest one out of the group will be the Grump for the week. Uh, since I always uh, explain it uh, and Corey has to write stuff down. Uh, take it away, Deku. Yeah, Josh. Great. Yeah, um, I think that it will be Tom. Okay. All right. And uh, we've all written our numbers down before so the they episode. can't change. And we're not writing Your it down Your votes are right safe now. with us. Um, Tom? So I'm going to guess that the lowest score out of you two... <laughs> yeah, because that's kind of what we have to do. Yeah, it's just the born ultimatum all day. Um, is going to be Corey. Okay. Because Josh picked this movie. <laughs> I did. I, so, yeah. I did. So that means I'm going to pick Tom. Because, <laughs> because Josh picked Pick this, this movie. movie. Very smart. Uh, are you sitting at home going, it's a trap? <laughs> uh, Josh picked this movie because he hates it. Because Josh loves to torment himself. Yeah, with those I only picked things. it because it's 30-year anniversary. Well, then guess what? You could take part in the poll. You could be a part of the show if you join the Nerd on Nation today. You could be uh, the guess that grumper, Gatorade, Toodles lost his marbles, can't crow, can't fly, uh, Peter Pan syndrome, guesser grumper. Uh, meaning, if you get it right, you get a shout out on the show. So join the Nerd on Nation, take part in our polls, and, and you could add to the vote like our Nerd on Nation has so quickly and so ruthlessly uh, put Tom as their <laughs> guess. Uh, so they have spoken like... Like loudly on that one. <laughs> Wanna know why? Because this has children. Uh, well, yeah. Some some of the some of those votes even said, fuck you, Tom. Yeah. It was real surprising. I didn't even know that was an option. Uh, so <laughs> that means Would you like to vote with comment? Yes. <laughs> that means Josh will be first, I'll be second, Tom will be last. All right. All right. Um, so now that brings us to a complete spoilers. Spoiler! There it is. I'll try, I, I, I'll try I, it next time. Yeah. Uh, how's that? Good. That's very good. Felt that. It was very good. I did it just like he did. Yeah, it was no, it's good. cool. It was the it was the pitch. I have the projection yeah. of, a, of a, a beautiful lark. I have the voice training of an infant. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go and uh, talk about our initial reactions and our uh, first impressions of this film. Uh, who should go first? Well, I feel like you should go last at this point. Uh, Josh, since it was your movie, give us, why did, why, why are we covering Hook today? Because it's 30-year uh, anniversary. No worries. Yeah, <laughs> nothing to read into it. <laughs> no, um, I have been looking for a reason to do this movie for a long time, uh, and it just happened to be the 30-year anniversary. And um, for me, Hook holds a, a special place in my heart. It was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I had the toys and all that kind of stuff. Um, Did you play the SNES game? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so hard. So hard. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I was six years old, uh, that's, this came out in 1991, uh, I loved this movie. I, you know, it was, I've always been a kid that liked different, different tellings of a story. Like this was a different telling of the, the pan, uh, story. Paniverse. It's the a continuation. It's a continuation. But 30th it was... paniversary. Get, Why didn't we do that? Well, put that Everybody. on. <laughs> Get that Pan Am away. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I just remember loving this movie with all my heart. I was also a fan of Robin Williams. 
Um, what millennial was not? I know, I know. And I had already seen Demons. Uh, yeah. All right. Are they millennials Demons. though? Um all ages. So yeah, it's it's a movie that's always hold a held a, a special place in my heart. And then watching it nowadays, preparing for this episode was a very interesting experience. Mm. Being an adult, uh, being in, in being in the filmmaking industry, being an actor, blah blah blah. It was very interesting to experience it nowadays because I can say that no, it is not a perfect movie. No, at all. No, actually. Uh, but it holds up for for me, and I was just like, wow, this is such a this is a wonderful experience. I have things to talk about later in the, yeah. in the qualm section, but I thoroughly enjoyed rewatching it for this. I'll say most people who are either older or younger than the millennial generation, and I'm not speaking for them, but a majority of the millennials do love this movie. It yeah. hit at a time where we were the right age for it. People who yeah. are older were like, that was terrible. People who are younger were like, this is awful. This is cheesy as hell. Yeah. Uh, but there's something about it. Um, uh, I had no idea that it was… To segue into mine… Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I had no idea the the critical reception until I was actually researching it. Yeah. For this episode. Did fine had, in the box office. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, Did very fine in the box office. Also, it got nominated for five Academy Awards. Yeah. It, uh, but critically panned. And, and Steven Spielberg. Critically panned? Yeah. Panned. Uh, but uh, the, the pun's already there. <laughs> 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 I don't know what you're doing. Uh, but it, it, it's it's that like, you know, it has the right ingredients there. It, I, I was talking to my wife last night about it and I was like, it almost feels like, um, Shout out to your wife. Uh, a, like one of those Disney Disneyland rides come to life once mm-hmm. you get to Neverland. Um, it's got that same kind of excitement, uh, that same kind of quality to it where you feel like uh, this could be one of those storybook rides in, in fantasy, uh, in the fantasy land of, of, of Disney. Um, like you said, Robin Williams is the perfect casting to uh, play the boy who never grew up, but then grew up uh, and has to find to be a boy again. Yeah. Um, the the guy who plays the kid at the time, man now, who plays his son who's also in What About Bob? Yeah. I wish he did more. I know he stepped away from oh, it. Everybody has their reason. Like I support him for stepping away yeah. from it. I think he's a Isn't lawyer he, now. Yeah, he's a lawyer. But Holy he crap. is self-fulfilling prophecy. Phenomenal. He is so good in this and what about Bob that that I I just I I really enjoy his work uh, as a he kid. He was in Dick Tracy. There's this moment mm-hmm. in this where where uh, you know he laughs at something Hook's doing and it's the oh, oh my god <laughs> yeah. and the way he does it is just, uh, but yeah everyone in this I remember as a kid playing the SNES games and and having all the toys, just there's a certain aesthetic to it, especially when it comes to the Lost Boys and especially Rufio that I thought it was. The coolest fucking thing ever. Oh, yeah. It was almost exactly how I had imagined Neverland. From- it never occurred to me as a kid that it was a two and a half hour movie. Oh, it doesn't occur to me now that it's two and a half hours. Yeah. Still feels short. Um, as I got older, uh, I appreciate different things. Uh, like Shmi, I uh, appreciate his characterization. When you're a kid, you don't like him because he's a pirate. Right? You know? Yeah. Uh, they're the bad guys. Uh, but he is so wonderful in it that I do find myself as an adult rooting for him a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I won't go into too much, but I, I do love this movie. It, it's one of those things like like Jumanji where it's not a, a perfect film, but but Robin Williams, I hope his back was okay after this for carrying so much of it along. Because <laughs> he is so wonderful to watch. He's yeah. so enchanting and so um, contagious as an actor, as a performer that um, he, he, he I can't, knock him for this at all. I think uh, I've, I've, I've said this on the interwebs many times. He is the only actor to this day that when he passed, it was a hard day for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him he and was, Gene Wilder were, were two. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Maggie Gyllenhaal for being always old. <laughs> Maggie Smith? Maggie That's Smith. what I meant. Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal is for from the Dark Knight. Oh, wave. man. Different woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we're that, on our fourth episode of the day. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, Tom's turn. Um, actually, Josh, it was a two hour and 20 minute movie, not two and a half, but it's so fucking dumb. Uh, it's, yeah, anyways. Um, I, it, I like how all you guys think I absolutely dislike this movie. I don't find that many issues with it at all. I think this is a quite charming Wait, movie. Wait, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pump the brakes here. <laughs> I think, are you talking about the nation or us? 
Both of y'all. Because for <laughs> us, you've been trolling us all day. That's why we think whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. To be fair, <laughs> he came into the studio and went, I got no, I, stuff. I, I said, no, I said this. Yo, Hook, man. Mm, can't that's wait. That's it. I said, mm, can't wait. Uh-huh. Because this is the interesting He's thing. playing it as if he knew he, did, he wasn't doing something. Well, no. This was. is the fun thing. Listening to you guys talk about your initial reaction to first impression. When you guys first watched as a kid, you guys have a history with this. I have absolutely no history with this movie. This really? movie means nothing to me. Like, absolutely no childhood connection When did you watch it? Like, maybe several years ago. For the first time. Because everyone kept talking, hook, hook, hook. I'm like, who gives a shit about Peter Pan? Um, because You're nine, 90, I'm 91. This, nine, I came, this yeah. movie is two months older, younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, holy shit. 30. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I hit 30. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, just thinking about it, we're like, yeah, I have no connection with this movie at all. And then I know it was like, a classic, to say the least, of like Robin Williams, Justin Hoffman, Steven Spielberg, and that's it. And then Julia Roberts, because she'd played Peter Pan before. Um, she had played Peter Pan. Like, the actual, like, she played Peter Pan. Like, on the stage? On stage. I oh, mm. okay. And so, like, the fact that she's playing Tinkerbell was, like, I think a big deal. Um, so, yeah, it was that, those kind of small things that, like, I knew as a kid, but they never resonated with me. It never absolutely, like, even watching, like, the animated Peter Pan movie, I'm like, this is a dumb movie. Um, so watching this film again for this episode, it, I absolutely love watching this movie. I think, like, you know, I think a lot of the the terminology of, like, it's not a perfect movie. And I'm like, and we had a conversation a little bit before this episode of, like, what is a perfect movie? There's a lot of check marks and check boxes that you have to, like, kind of fulfill. And this movie sets out, I think, to do what it did. And it did it very well to me. I think it executed a lot of things. It feels like it's shot in a set, which you know, in order to control all these crazy things, they did it. And I'm like, fine. But like, to your point, Josh, it's a continuation of the pan story, but also Steven Spielberg, you know, like, and he, he, he injects so much life and vividness and vigor in in a movie. He said he didn't have confidence in the script, so he put all of it into production value. And, and you feel that. You feel like you're walking through almost like what you would want to see in a toy store. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely cool. I think that's what that vibe I got about a Disneyland ride is like, the production values, and high. then you watch this movie, and you're like, they don't make movies like this anymore, Mm-mm. you know? No. Like, and and it, you don't get these like huge uh, celebrated actors to be in these kind of roles and just be silly. And mm-hmm. I, I thought that was just kind of like very charming. So uh, I, I it was, can't, I it can't was, wait to hear the numbers. Ah, was, wow! It was, it was interesting to get prepared for this episode, like even just to prepare to watch it, because it probably has been at least over a decade since I'd watched it. And, like, I I was just going into it like, what is going to happen? So that's the the first impressions. Mm -hmm. What is the next part, Tom? So now we'll go into our next two segments, which are going to be our brief synopsis and then the production. And I'll be doing the brief synopsis, and Corey will do the production after me. That's right. So, um... When this young, well, sorry, when his young children are abducted by his old nemesis, Captain Hook, played by Dustin Hoffman, middle-aged lawyer Peter Banning, Robin Williams, returns to his magical origins as Peter Pan. Peter must revisit a foggy past in which he abandoned Neverland for family life, leaving Tinkerbell, Julia Roberts, and the Lost Boys to fend for themselves. Given their bitterness and towards Peter for growing up and their allegiance to their new leader, Rufio, the old gang may not be happy to see him. And that's the end. That's a there very, go. that's a so like cliffhangery ass. That is. <laughs> Production distributed by TriStar Pictures Inc. under Sony Banner, known for Beverly Hills Ninja, The Running Man, and Matilda. Uh, directors, Steven Spellberg. Am I saying that right? Yeah, he's a new guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ready Player One, Jurassic Park, and my wife's favorite, E.T. Uh, producers, <laughs> yeah. Kathleen Kennedy, Jurassic Park, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, and The Last Jedi. Frank yep. Marshall, known for Congo, Signs, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Gerald R. Molen, or Molen, uh, Rain Man, Schindler's List, and The Lost World. Writers! Jim V. Hart, known for August Rush, Muppet Treasure Island, mm, and Dracula. Uh, Malia Scotch Marmo, mm-hmm. Once Around, Madeline, and Good Morning uh, Karachi. And I believe they also give credit to um, the, the original book. The original book. Uh, I can't remember his name right the now. The original book, which is based on Peter and Wendy by J.M. Barry. Barry, there it is. There it is. I was like, Sorry, bomb, I was bam, bammy, bammy, bammy. Uh, cast, Dustin Hoffman, known for Tootsie, The Graduate, Midnight Cowboy, hmm. Robin Williams, 
known for Mrs. Doubtfire, Goodwill Hunting, and Good Morning Vietnam. Mm. Julia Roberts, known for Pretty Woman, Aaron Brockovich, and My Best Friend's Wedding. Bob Hoskins, known for Mona Lisa, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dreamcast Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Maggie Smith, known for <laughs> Harry Potter, Room with a View, and Gosford Park. Charlie Corsmo, known for Dick Tracy, Can't Hardly Wait, and What About Bob? And Dante Basco, known for Avatar, The Last Airbender, Take the Lead, and But I'm a Cheerleader. Uh, the release date was December 11th, 1991. Runtime is 142 minutes. Budget was 70 million. Gross, $300.9 million. Rotten Tomato score is 22% from critics with 66 review. Uh, reviews and 76% from audience with 250,000 plus reviews. This and I put a little bit on the bottom. This is literally one quote from Rotten Tomatoes. You want to read underneath? Yeah. So this quote is The look of Hook is lively indeed, but Steven Spielberg directs an autopilot here, giving in too quickly to his sentimental, syrupy qualities. Which I'm going to say this. Fucking Spielberg. What do you expect? It's Peter Pan. What do you, 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 what do you? <laughs> it's like, Man, I, I Jordan Peele's good, but I just don't like that it's all black people. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah, like it's Spielberg. Yeah. He's E.T. Fucking Jurassic Park. Like it's it's the guy who's gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna feel something yeah, after yeah, this. Yeah. Um, just because we're in production, I want to give some like like little tidbits of fun facts. Nick Castle, and this is why I was not confused. He has slight writer credit. Nick Castle is one of the guys that has played the shape in Halloween. Mm, um, there it is. He got slight writing credit, and he was paid like $500,000 to not direct this. Whoa. Uh, I don't... It, it, it's. I guess it's a long, boring story, but he was paid a lot of money because they wanted to get He's Spielberg the original Michael Myers, and he's mm-hmm. the one in the new films now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and also Carrie Fisher uh, has some writing in this as wow. well. She's Uncredited. also in it with George Lucas. Mm-hmm. As they kiss and float into the sky. Mm-hmm. So that's so now we go on to our favorite parts. Yeah, full spoilers, favorite parts, favorite characters, our qualms, and then finally our rating. Rating. Yes. So, uh, who wants to go first? I'll go, I'll favorite go first parts. and jump I, in there, Joshua. I'm gonna go to way far in the movie, but it's always been my my favorite. And watching it this time, I was like, yep, still my favorite when Pan is back. Mm-hmm. When he discovers he discovers his happy thought and he flies off into the, the sky out. <laughs> and all the lost boys are like, Pan is back, Pan is back. And he just flies through their, their compound or their camp. And I just, to this day, I'm just always like, yes, that's just, it's just so much fun to, to see it. Especially when you see Peter Banning, just his, the way that he is and the way that he's. I'm not that kind of lawyer. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, just his loss of joy in life and mm-hmm. to the, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's magic involved in terms of him forgetting. Oh yeah, that's what it does from. to you. Yeah, um, so it, it's it it's very. I've just always it brings a, a tear. That's why Jack also starts to forget. It's, yeah, it's part of Neverland. You start to forget. Yeah, so I, I mean, that's just, why all the kids are like, "Oh, I wish I had a dad or my mom and mm-hmm. all that stuff." And it's yeah. like, oh, that's kind of freaking sad. Which I mean, to me, I'm like. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of nuanced and cool. Yeah, like talking about this, like oh, like maybe Neverland isn't that great to be in. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I'll I'll start with a smaller favorite part of mine before we get into the bigger ones. Uh, there's uh the part where they're trying to decide. You know, Rufio draws li- the literal line in the sand, um, and try to unsee this. Child David Allen Greer, uh, uh, David Allen Greer in child form, which I can't unsee this kid. Uh, if you guys are familiar with David Allen Greer, he's the cop from Jumanji and stuff like that. This kid looks like him if he were a child, and I, I love him for it. Is stretching his face and getting rid of all the wrinkles. Oh, there yeah. you are, Peter. Uh, but then he has this moment where he goes off on Rufio, this little kid. Yeah. And he was like, well, who's, who, whose kids does Hook have anyway then, huh? And like really gets in there. Uh, and it's probably one of my wife and I's favorite little moment. We, we don't miss that one. It's the one we like rush to the TV to see if it's on in the yeah. background or something. That little kid going off. There's something about it. Like he, either he had an acting coach that was like 50, you don't look 60 happy year to be old. here. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing goes off on Rufio. And I just love it because he's this you little don't give kid. A shit. No, he doesn't give a shit. He sees Peter Pan. He's like, that's Peter Pan. I know this. I'm standing here for it. Uh, so shout out to little David Allen Greer because I, I love him. 
Uh, Am I right? Yes. Do you know his face? Yes. No, you're right. Um, Thank you. For me, one favorite part. Uh, this will probably like be like my most favorite, actually. Um, I really kind of like this weird like thing that Tinkerbell has with Pan. Mm. Like it's it's a very interesting choice. Yeah, it's yeah. a very interesting choice. She's it, like in love with him. Yeah, and also it kind of goes back to the original like story of like Tinkerbell is very selective who she lets you has the dust, mm-hmm. and you know so she's you know you know Peter was the only one that could ever get her to like use. My the understanding dust on is correctly, she kind of gave him the power of flight. So you can yeah, so you can use the dust on certain people, and so that's why like the, the Lost Boys don't fly. Yeah. Like, Oh, uh, I, I that was like a big glare. Like, why the fuck aren't the Lost Boys flying? Like, you got everyone. They got. Why does Peter Pan have to fly? Why can't these kids fly? But like, because of the dust, she taught him how to yeah. fly. He says it in the in the monologue. Got yeah. it. Um. So I, I liked that, and also like having Julie Roberts and and Robin Williams kind of play that thing. But also like when she gets big, he's like you're humongous and all that stuff. But like, like your house. Yeah, like this. I, I kind of like this. Like very kind of sad. And tragic. she has his credit card and ID in there for yeah. when they the. They threw his wallet overboard. Yeah, I, I like this kind of very sad, tragic, like love triangle thing that like she loves him, but he loves you know Moira, um, and uh, Mora, 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 and um, I, I it was it's just like it kind of broke my heart a little bit because it's kind of like yeah, like the fairy tale stuff that we grew up as kids, like there's a there's a world afterwards, and this kind of just felt like yes, at some point you know it's kind of like I think of um. Pocahontas, right? Like, she doesn't end up with John Smith. She ends up with John Rolfe. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as a kid, you're like so married to it. It's like, oh yeah, they go with John Smith. And I was like, no. She goes with someone else completely. And you're like, what? What do you, yeah. what do you mean? It's like, yeah, Peter Pan doesn't know. <laughs> Peter Pan doesn't hang around with Tinkerbell. It's like, what, what do you mean? He doesn't end up with Wendy either. Yeah. He doesn't end up with Wendy. So it's like, what the, what? Yeah. Um, so I just really, to me, I like seeing that play out because it's like, I want to see more of this. I want to see like, What's Tinkerbell's story all about now? You know, like I can yeah. understand why they have like several animated movies about Tinkerbell. Yeah. So yeah. um I, I enjoyed that and just you know, her in her house and she's like crying, she doesn't want to be there at the final fight and all that stuff. And I was like, wow, this making me actually feel something. Like it doesn't feel like it's all like oh, da, 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 four days and he'll become fan and fight. It's like, oh, there's a little bit of like complications here and there, you know, like there's some complications with Rufio. There's also a uh, conspiracy fan theory that if you listen to some of the dialogue, and I, I forgot to go back and check it. That um, Shmi has his uh, like dental records and stuff like that. He says provided by T Bell. Mm. So like, there's there's theories that she was kind of in on this scheme to get Pan, Pan back, back. Mm. Uh, and and had an agreement that if we can get Pan back here, I'll give you the fight of your life kind of mm. thing. You know, um, but no, and then I'm uh, actually like I could. I can kind of see yeah. that as legitimate. Yeah, and yeah, and, and then it just got out of hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And and at the very end, you know, she's just like, you know, that part where you dream and you think of, you know, your happy places. Like that's where I'll when be. you wake up and yeah. you can still remember dreaming. Yeah, that's where I'll always love you. And I was like, holy shit! But like, I don't know. I thought that was a really like touching, sweet moment. I was like, you didn't have to go that way. You didn't have to do that. You could yeah. just have her be some dumb character in the back. I was like, but no, you wanted to give her some aspirations, and she doesn't get what she wants. And I'm like, wow, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Next. Um, am I the only one who wants the food? No the food fight, like that food fight when they're going back and no. forth. Like I mean, when they're throwing the just the cream at each other, I don't want that. You rude, crude, lude, bag of, pre- bag of pre-food chew, dude. Yeah, like that. That what's a paramecium? Like that uh, whole thing. That's, that's a paramecium. paramecium. Um, but the food once they pan out, or like I was just like, I just want that. Oh, I mean, you see that steaming like chicken thing next to him. Yeah, like, oh. and the giant turkey and like the sherbet. Yeah, and or sh- sh- it's like a sherbet pie. Yeah, <laughs> and like the burger. I'm just like, I just do I want it all. And then it like the the sword sherbet. moment that is kind of the oh shit moment where he spins and, and cuts, cuts the coconut. The coconut. Uh, yeah, I love that. I will say to add to that part, I really like the Spielberg winner right there. So you have. Uh, Peter, who's just trained all day, he's beat up, and then he like catches himself on the net, and he smells the food, and you see all the pots like steaming, and it's just a one little take, and it's not long or anything, but it's enough to show that there's a long table, all these kids are doing something. I feel bad for the like the lunch service kids who never get to take part. It's like <laughs> here's new food, and like, but like you see that, and then the next time, like we we get to our final destination of like the one take. Um, Peter joins the table. So you saw him go from one place to another place, but also you got to see where this next scene is going to take place. Mm-hmm. And it's a very effective, again, uh, directorial storytelling of just like, you know, I don't need to have cut, cut, cut. And I also don't need to do like cut away from, to a wide shot. I could just show it all in one longer take. 
And I thought that was really cool. It's, it feels like you're you're exploring and learning more about the the geography of the place. So it's to me, I'm like, that's the Spielberg, you know, trademarks, right? And and it's enjoyable that you can rely on those things, especially when it comes to the craft of like the storyteller. Yeah. Um, uh, just to mention something that you had talked about earlier, the the clock scene. I mean, I just it makes me crack up every time Jack laughs at when. Oh he, God, he's oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> when just, he's losing it, his mind. Yeah, it's just like it feels so. It's uh, such. I a know genuine... that we've talked about it on this show about child actors and in, in films like they, Jack and uh, his sister. Like they're so. This is one of those examples of like good child acting where it's not yeah it's not like it's kind of a cheesy maggie. movie maggie yeah. maggie yeah uh stop acting like a child i am a child <laughs> yeah uh but that that clock scene where he's like oh my god yeah it just it cracks me up he's so good he's uh i mean if you like him check out he's great in what about bob also uh but yeah he's he, that that whole scene i mean jack's whole arc through this it's like the c plot or whatever but it's really, really good. Yeah, it's really well done, and I think it's it's handled it's not in like a believable out of left field. way. No, yeah it's, yeah, it's it's believable. Jack's Jack's whole whole narrative is is really well explored here. And then you mean you know, just like needing his father? Well, that his whole story with Hook as well, like realizing that you know um, what he it doesn't matter who it is. He he almost just needs someone to support him, and if that's Captain Hook, then that's what it is. Um, you know, obviously. Captain Hook is manipulated. It's very like uh, um, Stockholm syndrome kind of kind of vibe. But well, it's because I mean, and that, that's an interesting thing that they did with the movie that Smee is like the brains of the operation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but like that whole whole thing where you know I am home, that kind of thing, and then finally seeing Rufio be like, "I wish I had a dad like you," and having that moment be like, "Oh, oh no!" Like we all, and I think you know, at least my way I project onto that scene is that like you know, he realized he wasn't there for his dad and that it's, you know, everyone kind of fucks up, but now his dad is showing up for him in a way that no one else really can. Uh, and that kind of knocks him out of it. But I really like Jack's story through this whole thing. Um, I think it's really well explored. And, you know, the whole baseball scene is fantastic too. Well, the cool thing is like they offer that um, juxtaposition between Maggie and Jack, right? Mm-hmm. Where Maggie's just like... Maggie won't forget. Yeah, she won't forget. But also she's like, eh, I got it. And then he's just like... Remember that baseball game, your most important day of your life? And it's just like, oh, yeah, because he made it out to Maggie's uh, play. Yep. But then he wasn't yeah. really there. You know, he was on the phone the entire time, but like he at least was there, but he didn't show up for that one. So you do have that sibling rivalry kind of thing of kind of like the young girl who's never going to, you know, stop believing has has a, uh, you know, a a way to be like, oh, I can cope with this. Well, he has no a way because yeah. he's going to be like, I'm the neglected child. Yeah, but even that moment when, when you know, Peter tries to reach for them, in his eyes, he's like, he wouldn't do it. He was there and he wouldn't. Yeah. It wasn't that he couldn't, it's that he wouldn't. You know? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that Jack's, I guess that'll be one of my favorite things. I didn't mean to derail you there with the clock thing. but No, 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 that was, that uh, was it's like I was feeding you. <laughs> yeah, Jack. Jack's story is, is a favorite. Um, yeah. A little tidbit of this. I uh, liked a uh, surprise Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, right. That was very interesting uh, to see. Like, oh, there she is. Like an actual favorite part though is seeing the hook uh, damaged under the house when they get home. Oh, I yeah. really thought that was well done. Uh, it, it just because you know it's it's hard to um, just the the even just the whole foreshadowing and build up. To, yeah, to hook, and like. even the the window being a hook and stuff like that. But but it's I feel like with with stories when you're dealing with villains that are so well known and so deeply rooted in our in our pop culture, it's hard to kind of bury the lead on that kind of stuff. And I think by doing this, like you know, it's just a line in the wall, but we all know what it is, mm. you know. And I think it was a really clever way of showing hook before showing hook, like not showing the monster yet. I, I, I would yeah yeah I would say Spielberg does a really good job of. Um, revealing the how, how would you say it? like the iconic characters so like when we first see Granny Wendy and it's kind of like she comes from the shadow and also it's like oh this is Wendy and like the audience and that's the thing it's like it's a subtextual film where like it's Hook the movie's called Hook and we all know this is gonna be about Peter Pan and so when we see Wendy which we all know it's like oh this is the young girl oh she's not young girl anymore and getting to hear like about Michael and yeah. John and, and then when we see Pan we kind of hear about him first and then like again we see the 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 ravaged house that he's done and then all of a sudden we finally see him it's like a turnaround and we see Dustin Hoffman and you're like oh okay you know like it has 
precedent has has uh, this this ceremony to introduce this character that you're like that's a good character reveal you know yeah um I love the the scene where um Captain Hook and Smee are coming up with the plan to make the the kids and when I mean Is especially when the, he's like stop when he, me yeah when he don't try to stop me stop. don't try to stop For God's me sake, stop, stop. Stop, try to stop me Smee get up off your ass and try to I I want God sakes me I wanted to bring up a a, a the thing that crossed my mind, this movie 100% would be PG-13 today. Yeah. What was it? Net? What was it then? PG? PG. And oh, it's yeah. like, I, the only thing I can think of is that PG-13 was only created in like seven years before this. And I feel like in the early 90s, they were still trying to figure out There's how to a, use it. I'm going to reference a Gus Johnson video on here. But he talks about PG now and PG in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And PG is like, hey, boys and girls, we're going to go on an adventure. And then it cuts to PG in the 1970s and he comes out with a gun and cocaine under his nose. He goes, you guys want to see a fucking butthole? <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't show someone dying or yeah. the actual sex is like, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the whole sketch, by I the mean, way. I mean, it's like, he's, at one point he's smoking two cigars at the same point. Well, that's in the cartoon. He well, has no, the double I, cigar thing, yeah, so it's like even a nod. I'm to just that. Com- I'm comparing like this movie to oh, right. what would be acceptable today. Yeah, uh, I mean, killing killing himself, talking about killing himself. I mean, Rufio dies. I mean, there's no blood. Mm-hmm. So like in the Dark Knight, right? They a guy, the Joker kills everyone in the in the bank, but there's no blood, and that's yeah. okay. Like as long as you don't show blood, it's still PG-13. I'm like, oh my god, come on. Uh, I think at one point the ass is said. But oh I yeah, know that mm-hmm. that's ex- I know that that's semi except I don't because well, it's like a donkey. You're like that's how they that's meant to be used, but now it's just become like its own word entirely. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like a, a piece of ass. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, another favorite part I really liked is kind of just like the beginning. I really just enjoyed, like, again, it's metatextual, like, oh, this is Peter Pan. Like, let's see where his life's at. He's like a lawyer and, you know, like he's a piece of shit dad. Still the fastest draw. Yeah, but yeah, with the phone. And then, like, he has his, uh, like, assistant recording the thing. But he's kind of like, oh, let's see this world and how, like, to me, it's kind of this nice watching the movie to watch the movie and not watching the story. You're kind of like, how are you going to get me to Neverland? I Mm -hmm. know you're going to get me to Neverland. But let's see how you go. And you're kind of just fascinated. It's like kind of like watching like a speedrunner playing a video game. You're like, how are you going to do this? Because I know you're going to do it. But how are you going to do it? And then seeing like Peter Banning and all, seeing the family. It's like, okay, this is where he… Okay, we know what kind of daddy is. So we know why this is happening to him. Why… You know, like every movie kind of has to kind of prove like, why should we do this? And then this proves like, oh yeah, we need to tell the story of like Peter Pan needs to rediscover his childhood. Mm-hmm. And and to to fly and to find happy memories. And like they have the motifs where like he can't not answer the phone and it plays off the very end where it's like, I want to see the strings that are going to get picked up later yeah. on. So And it does all that stuff. And it's, yeah. it's so like enjoyable to see that because it's, it's not contrived and it's not so tropey. It's very much like, oh, okay, I know what he's going to do. And and it's something again. It's fun to just see the storytelling be done that way. Yeah, um, I mean, Rufio. Yeah, as a whole, like his introduction. Um, I think that did huge for the Asian community. By and the way. His, his, I mean, I remember being a kid and being like, "That guy's fucking cool." The three Mohawks with like the leather jacket and the, the little Rufio. skateboarding. I mean, thing. look at the pants I'm wearing right now. <laughs> They're distressed. Uh, so like, it's clearly stuck with me. But him as a character is just like. Uh, you know, and because you know he he knew Peter Pan, mm-hmm. and so to, to have be his, him to be left the the basically the the leadership of the, mm-hmm. the Lost mean, Boys, and you you know that he was close to Pan, yeah, and so he's te- he's pushing him hard, yeah. Well, he's uh, now the new Pan, right? right? Uh, but then that moment, uh, I remember being crushed. In that moment, it's it's um, and I think I think it left an imprint on me as well because to this day, I I really enjoy the I'm not going to call it unceremonious death in a movie, but like that really cemented something in me of that moment from going looky looky I got hooky to one second later and it's done. It's just done. It's quick. It happens. It's not. There's no monologue. There's no nothing. Suddenly he's there. He's winning, and then boom. It's the same reason. I think I like the Qui-Gon Jinn death also because you're like, oh, shit. I wasn't... You didn't prepare me for that. Um, and it's so effective. Uh, and I was crushed, man, when he died. Uh, I really was. There's part of me that wants to do like a Rufio Pan show. And it's like the day that Peter Pan left and seeing like how 
like who rises to be in the leadership role. Mm-hmm. And that'd be, I think it'd be really cool just yeah. to I do think, a story uh, all in all in Neverland. Dante Basco, yeah, was actually he already did a short, but he's trying to make a full feature of a origin for uh, yeah, Rufio. Origin. Yeah, that'd be Rufio, so cool. Yeah. I, I, to me, I think you do as a show, so you have longer with the characters, and you could see like, you know, like there is this like power vacuum, but then also like. That being said, like he says, like I wish I had a father like you. It's again, it's the entire motif of the story of like the father figure in your life, right? Mm-hmm. So dad stuff for Corey for sure. Um, but it's like, it, it's, um, but like it, it's, it's not it's, wrong. No, and, and no. that's the thing where it's like all these boys don't have a father figure in their life, right? And it's like what happens when that 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 leaves, and so when Peter Pan left, he left someone who kind of could build resentment towards like the fact that Peter Pan left. It's like, I had to take over. I had to be the man of the house and stuff like that. So it can, it can translate to the home. Is that a Spielberg thing? No dads or is he no moms? There's uh, no dads, right? I don't know. But, uh, I mean, E.T., Jurassic Park. No dad. Uh, um, anyway. Uh, Jaws. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's that kind of stuff where it's like, it, the shark it's, doesn't have a dad. Nope. I know uh, that he doesn't like lawyers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I don't know why, because he's made a lot of money because of him. Um, but he doesn't like lawyers who uh, are shysty. Who, yeah, who prefer money over creativity. Oh, yeah. If you pay attention, that's why he goes. I'm not that kind of lawyer. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Do you want to do favorite characters? Yes, sure. Let's do. Yeah, how are we gonna do this? Two, two, two. Without it, one without them being pan. I don't know, man. Yeah, I feel like you. You gotta. Everyone's gonna put Peter Pan. Right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. We'd yeah. all put no. You wouldn't put Peter Pan. Nope. Oh. Peter Banning. As nope. your two. Okay. Oh, then never okay. mind. Continue. Okay. So Peter Josh. Pan and Peter Banning. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, actually, my two favorite characters are Captain Hook and Smee. Okay. Nice. Okay. I every Solid. time they were on. I mean, you have two un- incredible actors, and it, it was so interesting to read interviews with them where they were playing it as if they were a couple. Yeah. yeah no. No. I, that scene where like he's having to like put him into bed. I was like. I want that little model oh, that yeah. he has in his room. Oh, his, like his, with the, his Lost Boys with model. It, the floor opens up and yeah, it's like Neverland. Like, oh, man. But they they even said that they they had a light bulb moment. They had they had an apostrophe. Yeah. That it was they were Ameri- a couple a yeah. couple that they've been together for a long time and they're and I was like, What about Smee? And it was just like Don't oh. tell don't tell that to the uh the old boomers who are like, No Do you like <laughs> to think like I do that he he escaped, Smee escaped at the end, and that's why he's in the real world? I think so. And he knows. And he's like, uh, beautiful morning. Whatever he says at the yeah, I mean, yeah. we don't see the body. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why I think he he said, what about Smee? He got out of there and he's been in the real world. Like, time works different, obviously. Yeah. So I think he's been in the real world I mean, for a hot minute. The thing that I keep thinking about too is like… And he it, sees Peter Banning and he goes… When, <laughs> when you're watching the old… When you're watching the final battle, there's kind of a part of me that goes… So the Lost Boys are a non-lethal… Except for Rufio… And Peter, they're fighting with swords, but right. the Lost Boys are fighting with marbles and tomatoes. eggs and tomatoes. And I'm like, does anybody actually die except for Rufio and Captain Hook? Well, and that, I mean, so it's like they can ride off into the yeah. sunset and be pirates somewhere else. And I don't know about like, Glenn Close. I'm out. She might have died yeah, in the boo box. The, the boo box. The boo box terrified yeah, me yeah, as yeah. a kid. Anyway, sorry. Uh, also, Captain did you Hook notice? Me. Did you notice the cameo by um, uh, uh, David Crosby? From Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Sorry, uh, next I'll person. Go, uh, I'll go? Yes. Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we said no Peter Pan. I, I thought we said yes because his wasn't one of them. All right, whatever. All right, I won't do it. Yeah. I won't do it then. Uh, Rufio and Smee. Okay. Rufio and Smee. Uh, for me is is Tink and Hook. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, really weird. Really weird. I think some of the weird the directing that, ha- that Julie Roberts had to do on that screen screen is not great. Um, but like she was just like the most like, to me interesting thing. It's like I want to see this little. There's person. hearsay uh, again where we weren't there. I don't know, but there's hearsay online that she was difficult to work with, and they nicknamed her Tinker Hell. Mm. I well, mean, she she had a lot of based on everything that I've read, and again, we don't know. Yep. Uh, but she was she had a a wedding fall through with Kiefer Sutherland and her whole life kind of imploded. <laughs> I did not know that. Like at the same time. And nice. so even Spielberg has gone on to say like, it was a really rough time for her. Good to know. That she had, she had like a nervous breakdown during filming. I remember I that. Mean, that's what they said. That's they what I read. The, and, they brought her the taddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I definitely want. Daddy. I, I went out watching and I was just like, her, sh- her shit is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, I'm here for this. I want to watch this crazy I like, her, I like her little burp moment. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
But like, it just, it was just so like, it did not match any of the action. I was just like, okay, I'm fine. It was, that was the thing where it was like, it was one of those like, I, I'm cool with this, even though like, I wouldn't do this. Sure. Um, but, but it no. fits the world. You know, it's a weird. A little bit. Like, There's well, a lot of little moments in there where you're like, how did he get those tights on? Well, it's like, that laugh was so much. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I was like, let's see where it goes. Well, it worked in Pretty Woman. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, you know, probably. Uh, right. Anyway. Um, Quams. So, so, yeah. So, Tinker. Quim Quams. So, Quams. Who wants to go first? I can go first. Okay. My two Quams. Uh, if we have the same, please jump in here. Uh, my biggest Quam with this it's, film. Is Tinker's <laughs> Is, uh, no, is the um, monologue about him running away. Oh. But as he a baby. can't run away. Mm-hmm. Because because he's, he's a because ba- he's, he's a, a one year old baby. He's a baby. Uh, I think it would have worked better if they made him like five, and maybe they overheard the mom talking. Because as a baby, you can't understand what a lawyer is. You don't understand what going to school to become a lawyer and and paying taxes are, and you definitely can't run away in a stroller. Um, so like, did, I'm imagining like a baby. Like it was a weird. Like how does he? It was know. a weird. Uh, it's always stuck out to me. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, because he even says it. Well, so I ran away. And I'm like, it's it's kind of and it, and it even shows the wind blowing yeah. the cart. So it's like you didn't run away, or are you misremembering it? But if well, you're misremembering it, it's not clear to me that that's what's happening. And they could have just Billy Batson the whole thing of like he just got lost and his mom never get, came back from. Well, I like the story, right? I do like the story because that's the whole point of Peter Pan is I won't grow up. Yeah, he never wanted to grow I, up. I don't want, I won't grow up. Uh, the whole song. So like if he had been even four or five and maybe he was at home or or and overheard his mom talking to his friend or something like that and, and ran away and found Tink, like that would have made more sense. But seeing the cart flipped over and him being a crying little one-year-old while he's talking about uh, remembering everything. And uh, I just, in, in it's my, such a strange. In my dark universe, it's like he was five and he saw his dad beat his mom and she was like, it's okay. <laughs> oh my you, God. You grow up, you'll oh understand. And then he's like, I don't want to understand. It's, just, it's just a thing that's never, <laughs> never made sense to me. And it, I felt like it was such a, in it a wor- was such a choice. In a world of fairies and flying, it's like, no. I, just, I know, no, no, I know. No, no, no. But no, it's truly like... Because that's supposed to be a grounded part of it. Well, it's it's based in the reality where you are lawyers, you draw, you pay taxes, because you get a driver's do, license. Because they do build a lot of like the real world is real. Yeah. And There's cell the phones, fantasy world yeah. is fantasy. So to have him in the real world as a baby saying, I ran away, I was like, ah, I don't know. The fact that in 1991, people could lose billions of dollars. I'm like, you mean millions? Because yeah. billions is a lot. Um, so <laughs> that's my first qualm. Such a small one, but it, it bugs me every time. Eh. Uh, and my second one is, um, you know, kissing a sleeping person. Yeah. <laughs> That's my other big qualm. That's always bugged me. Uh, obviously bugs me more as I get older. But uh, Wendy just being like, I'll allow it. But a real kiss. <laughs> yeah. There's no part of it's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no part of Wendy like, that's like, yo, yeah, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, it's just because it's just like this, you know, like evil. No sp- part of her as the as the grandmother. As a, mom, as a grandma was like, yo, hold on, wake her up, let her meet you. First. You are like a thousand years old in the real world. Yeah, you've lived so long, and you're kissing my granddaughter while she's just unconscious. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. You uh, so those are my two qualms. Josh, what about you, Tom? Um, uh-huh. for me, uh. I don't really like uh, Maggie singing. Uh, mm. I thought that scene was so weirdly just. You know why? Happened that why? Because it was gonna be a musical, but it was scrapped late in production. Oh shit! Yeah, that well, fucking cut that shit out. That sucks. Um, <laughs> to me, I like. Uh, I'm all for like a kid trying to like perform and be a triple threat, and sometimes a movie can call for it, like. One of my favorite songs of a kid singing out to the stars is from freaking uh, American Table Tale. I was gonna say, and so like it's like, Somewhere yeah, and and that, but like this was just like uh, watching this as an adult. I'm like, shoot me in the face. Um, I was like, Smee, don't Tom and kids, <laughs> don't stop. I mean, the thing is, I loved all the Lost Boys. All like, the pirates are crying, right? They're just watching. Oh, There's like, like, yeah, one wow. guy like, they're like, wow, and then Jack's like, oh, I remember my family, and Hook's like. Get, get him out of here! Get, get out of here! And I'm like, no feelings. You could have just, I don't know, had her do something else. But it was the song that her mom sang. I get. I'm like, yeah, uh, Mr. Mom. Yeah. So I was like, what? It's not a big qualm. Yeah. So that's one thing. It's not the kiss. It's how the kiss happens that really bugs me. Obviously, the kiss bugs me. But like, Wendy, come hang out. I was like, I'm too old. It's like, well, then I'm going for your granddaughter. It's like. <laughs> What logic do you have? 
Like he's a horny little fourteen year old boy. It was just like, <laughs> oh, my best friend outgrew me. I guess I'll make out with her granddaughter. Like out of nowhere, it's like I haven't even met her. I don't even know she could have like the most annoying voice in the world. Yeah, and it's like I'm gonna give her a real kiss. It's like, but why, bro? But now you want to like, but also. Why did it take you so long to come see her? It's been 20 years, baby. You know, you saw her every year. Because time passes. But yeah, so it was that kind of stuff. But I, I do like how that played into like, yeah. like you know, Granny Wendy's like, you. she wants you to visit every year. And it's been like, blah, blah, blah. But like this, and it plays into like the lore of Peter Pan and, and Wendy and all that stuff. But like, mm-hmm. I was just like, such a weird turn. Such a, like, it's kind of like, hey, uh, uh, Jackson, we can't get you a puppy. I guess I'll shoot you. What? No. Yeah. This is like, wh- why? <laughs> I that, can't get you a no. puppy. I guess I'll kiss your granddaughter. It's like, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that on the table? Um, you know, that, so that was just a weird, like, to the same point of a lot. Leading thing. into the same thing where you're like, also, you're kissing my sleeping grand. Yeah. Well, to me, it's just like, you know, and that's a shitty thing where it's kind of like, you kind of take with the grain of salt of like these older movies where they're just totally okay with people kissing sleeping people all the fucking time. And so it's like, but that, that was your thing. Like, Oh, she's in a deep sleep in the forest. Obviously, she's got a curse because she couldn't be tired, just want to take a nap. But I'm going to kiss her to get her out of her curse. Like, that's a, some stupid fairy tale princess bullshit. Yeah. But this is like, she's just, she's Sleepy. just there. Shout out to the Hard Day's Night poster behind her bed, though. Like, <laughs> she's yeah. got taste. She's got, yeah. if I saw that, I might be like, maybe I do love her. <laughs> Here's a thing. I wouldn't kiss her while she's sleeping, but the Hard Day's Night poster would be like, She's got taste, though. You wake up, hey, 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 do you like me? Do you like the Beatles? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. But those are All right, cool. How do you Uh, feel about chill old white guys with beards? (laughs) Do you know about the Valar? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those are my two. Josh, go ahead. I... I I have a qualm about something that you liked, so you naturally are uncomfortable. Don't like Tinky. Uh, No, I... Yeah. I I have never enjoyed the, the, like, subplot... Of Tinkerbell being, being in, in love, love with, with Peter, it's very muddy. And the like, the the her admitting it to him, and like she's still him, trying to get. Yeah, him. I I understand that he's in a daze. He's figured out who he is, and he's kind of forgotten who he is at the same time uh, because he's in Neverland. he's in Neverland. But I just I didn't. It rubs me the wrong way. Like she's kind of taking advantage of the situation. Yeah, she's taking advantage of the situation, and she's a pretty girl. She's got lovely legs, as he mentioned. And it's just kind of, it's always, even when I was younger, I remember being like, that's weird. Well, um, it, it very muddies the the film. Of like, yeah. There's a lot of subplots yeah. going on in this movie. That, I can see that. That it, it's just kind of like, if you need to nick something, we can we can take that out. I my the next part of my the next part of my qualm is that you get Peter Pan for like 20 minutes. 15, like 20% why of the it's movie. called Hook. No, I... <laughs> I guess. I get I'm it. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, good no, point. No, yeah, but it's just like you you get... There's a lot of buildup and a lot of stuff that happens and you're like, there's a lot of subplots. They're not yeah. a lot. That's a that's an exaggeration, but there's a lot of other stuff going on. Well, there's a lot of subplots that don't get paid off. Yeah. That don't pan out. <laughs> just saying. We're, stop record this. I'm button. just super <laughs> saying. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was that was yeah. that panned out well. Yeah, it's that, not my best, but it's probably the pan ultimate. The, we're gonna bang a ring back to Josh. Yeah, go ahead, you, Josh. Uh, Keep going. There's a point in which you stop. Yeah, crossed it. I, I'll find it he, eventually. He, okay. went, he went off to Neverland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just panning for gold. I think we're lost, boys. Yeah. Oh, boys. <laughs> boys. Sorry. Mans. We've destroyed this episode. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, that's... At the end of the day, these things don't... If I'm if I'm honest, it's me kind of like... It's a moment where I take my nostalgia glasses off and just uh, like kind of... Then you put them right back and on. And then I put them right back on yeah. where I'm just like... Uh, cool. All oh, right. Cool, cool. Tight, 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 yeah. tight, tight. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, there, you can scrub this movie and be like, oh, continuity. Okay. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, of course. But, like, there are certain things, but I'm just... I, it's a lovely movie. Yeah. I, to me, there's a little bit of, like, I think... That last you, fight's great. I feel like there's a way you could do an entire, like, 
pan universe, right? And you could do it where it's like the you know when they're young, the and, Peterverse, yeah. And then you could do like the whole like uh, you know Rufio uprising, and then like the Hook story of like when he comes back, and you can fiddle with all these plot lines that you want. What happens? Yeah. Like and I have believe it, his name is Thudbutt. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he yeah, becomes but a new leader. His his yeah, his reign of power. Yeah. And- well, then like you could do the whole Tink like unrequited love thing and not make it creepy. Toodles back in yeah, back in comes back yeah back oh, back with marbles. <laughs> I love this. It's this happy thought. <laughs> Anyone uh, else love that scene? Yeah. That little weird like <laughs> little face thing, little f- fingies. Yeah. I mean, I another. I I love when he's good like, form. I love when he's explaining like. I found my happy thought, and guess what it was? It was you. I just, it, yeah. me with like you. dad stuff, I'm kind of, ah. It was you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, score so scoring. Now. So you're first. I'm first. You got no votes from anybody. No votes. 4.5. Mm. Wow. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. Give it a 4.5. Run I'm next at a sweet, sweet 4.7. Ooh, run for mayor. Um, uh, 4.5. Mine is so Corey's a 4.7. Mine is a 4.2. Hey, so yes, there it is. Josh, were you worried that you're going to the grump on your episode? Like, is it happening? <laughs> like, I think it's like it's it's masterpiece level, right? Like, but it's like, right, because four to you is masterpiece. Yeah, four is like, yeah, you should watch it. This should be part of your collection. You should, you should know this movie. Um, again, Spielberg. It's one of the the greatest. Robin crafts. Williams. Robin Williams. Maggie Smith or Jill Bob Hall, Hoskins. If, if you recognize that. Yeah. In, in Corey's mind. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I think, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely not Spielberg's strongest. Like, that's you know, obviously not in the conversation. Monster. But it's it's one of those like I would want my kids to kind of know about this movie. I wouldn't want them to Oof. love this movie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'd be like, no, 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 no. Prestige is right here. <laughs> but uh, yeah. All I, right. We got some shout outs here. Good. Uh, everyone except one person voted for you. Uh, shout out to Heezy Media. Ooh. Uh, Kristen F. Uh, nope, sorry. Kristen F. voted for me. Uh, sorry, you don't, uh, you don't get a shout out. <laughs> you don't get a shout out on the episode where we talked. Oh, shout you get a bass backwards shout I, out. I read mine wrong. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me let me adjust my zoom. Okay, so Heezy Media, Mitchell G, Dougler, Brock P, Matt R, and Noe S. Congratulations. You are the guess that Gatorade grum grum grum. Granny Wendy. Granny he Wendy is a uh, grump with 4.2. Yeah, 4.2 grump. On yeah. your favorite movie, Josh. Yeah, you thought I was going to trash this movie. It's not my favorite movie. Well, you did tra- troll It had us. children in it, so troll I just assumed. Day. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I thought, uh, this is the hot take. I thought the Lost Boys were better actors than Peter Banning's kids. <laughs> not <laughs> Jack. I think they're better than Jack. Oh, man. To me. Because to me, he's welcome he, back to Netflix. He doesn't do, he, does, he, does, he does a lot of uh, respond, responding. Yeah, like a lot of like thud, but like I thought I was like, oh, he's great. Like dumb chomping sounds, but I'm like, it's great. It's pretty good. Like, and they all was probably an adult doing ADR too. Yeah, but like also the kids are kids in the kid world, right? But even though as kids, they're fighting people, and yeah. like, they're not like, oh, my Red Bull in traffic, and it's like you are an idiot. Yeah, you are a kid who oh, should. Oh, they're die. all and they're all they're ready for it. None of them panic the under disco. pressure. <laughs> Hey! Sing us out, Josh. <laughs> thank you, Josh. Thank you, everyone, for watching this episode, <laughs> listening to this episode. Everybody at home, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Let us know what you think of Hook. Reach out to us on social media. Get onto that Discord. Join the conversation over there. There is a movies channel. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you join that Nerd on Nation, you do get those secret servers that you can just like go right into just by yourself. Members yeah. of the Nerd on Nation and us. But like, it's really cool. It's a really cool community. The Nerd On Nation is amazing. And we've been able to just keep upgrading our content. And we love it. We get to do this stuff for you guys. And we want to do it more. Like a lot more. Like full time. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be dope as hell. That would be dope. So it's my phone. So join the Nerd On Nation. <laughs> Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. And check out that Discord. Nerdon.tv backslash Discord. Uh... I'm just going to continue saying it because it's that important. Share us with your friends and family. Rate and review us wherever you listen, wherever you watch, all that good stuff. Join us on Twitch. Yeah. We, 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 we uh, stream quite often, so check it out, nerdon.tv backslash Twitch. And if this is just a lot of stuff that I've just spewed out on there, just go to nerdon.tv. It has all of those links. 
all the information. Our whole catalog of episodes, by this time, there are like 400 episodes. Ugh. Wow. It's a lot, and none of them. <laughs> that is a lot of episodes between yeah. this show and the Nerd On Update. And then the Capeless Crusaders are on there, so there's over there's 500. There's like a pantheon of episodes. Man, I got to end this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Are you pandering to me? We appreciate you so much. <laughs> you know the drill. As, As always, always, Nerd On! on. Ending broadcast.